1: Welcome in. It is the November 14th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to get your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Coming up this hour, we're going to hear from the cross-country head coach at Marshall University, of Bowen. One of his uh, athletes will be competing in the NCAA cross-country tournament that's coming up the uh, championships so we'll talk to Caleb in just a few minutes and of course we'll get your text in this hour as well 304-396-TALK 304 before we can continue uh, we must acknowledge today that it is the 53rd anniversary of the Marshall plane crash the fountain ceremony held earlier today on the campus at Marshall University the fountain ceremony of course, always commemorates the passage of time. And, of course, you know, it's a ceremony where they turn the fountain off and then remember the victims of that plane crash. And then there's a spring ceremony. It's a little bit different in tone, and it's the turning of the fountain on. So you understand the symbolism there. You turn the ceremony, you turn the fountain off there this ceremony, and then the uh, spring ceremony, you turn the fountain on, sort of a, a uh, renewal and so that happened today at Marshall. Good, good crowd. Attendance was really good, so uh, we uh, we acknowledge that. As uh, the Thundering Herd, this past weekend got the victory over Georgia Southern in the seventy-five game, and t- today sort of is the. Uh, I don't want to say uh, it's the um, it's the conclusion of everything leading up to this, but at the same time, it's the part of the of the season where we have that ceremony, we honor those, those fallen, and we remember, and then we spring forward to the next game, and of course that's going to be, I think, an interesting contest coming up. South Alabama. Marshall's never played South Alabama, so... That's going to be interesting to me. We've got their play-by-play voice coming on the program tomorrow, J.T. Crabtree. He's going to join us, and we're going to talk about this. First time that Marshall's played South Alabama. So there's a lot of interest there, and of course, a lot of unknowns. South Alabama is one of those teams I kind of circled, but okay, this is going to be a, a challenge for the Herd. This is going to be a good team, and I still think that's the case. So... We'll, of course, find out more about South Alabama throughout the week. We'll have their play-by-play voice joining us tomorrow, kind of give us sort of an inside scoop on what we can expect as the Thundering Herd making that trip. That's coming up on Saturday. We've got the game for you right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. So as I promised, we'll get those texts in. We'll do that here coming up. And again, that text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. If you were at the ceremony earlier today, share your thoughts with me as far as uh, what the event meant to you. you know Why you know, do you still attend yearly? Or if you had never been before and you decided this was the year you were going to go, and if you were listening to the program now, you know what did you think? You know Was it you know, what you were expecting, or was it something different completely? And did those expectations you know live up to maybe what you had in your mind? So I'm sure there's always somebody new. Every year there are Marshall students who have never been to the fountain ceremony. And, of course, they go. Either they stop on their way to their next class or they're there at the student center. So they, they go to the ceremony because it's held right outside. There's always somebody new at that ceremony. I don't think there ever will be a time where... And, of course, as long as they hold that ceremony, there's always the potential for new people. New students come in every year. But I, I don't think that uh, there's ever going to be a time where, you know, only one or two people attend that or, are going to be someone that, you know, never been. I think there's always going to be somebody there. A lot of people there that has never attended that ceremony before. And for a lot of people, they attended and haven't come back and then maybe come back later. So there's always... A different mix of people who are always there, people who, you know, maybe have come for the first time, maybe people who are on the campus and come across it and decide, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take this in a little bit. There's always going to be a, a different view, a different perspective of that thing. So you know, I was kind of curious, you know, when I was talking to the Lattermans a few years ago when I met them, you know, that's the thing that got them going again with Marshall University, the fact that. You know, they finally decided to come down to the ceremony to remember their their brother, Marcelo Latterman. And so they come down and they experience it, and they're like, hey, we gotta come back. Okay, we get this. We know what this is about. We get this here. And of course, that led to um, you know, the scholarship for you know Marshall and the name Marcelo Latterman. So I'm always interested to see if there's a a story. In connection with the with the ceremony and with someone, you know, maybe connected to that tragedy that we haven't heard just yet. Because eventually we're gonna unfortunately lose firsthand knowledge. Eventually, it's coming. One day there'll be a time where no one will be left that has firsthand knowledge of the event or the situation around the event or the circumstances. Or what happened afterwards, there's gonna be sort of that day. You know, one day I'm going to wake up and I'm not gonna have a Chuck Landon column to read because Chuck will have eventually moved on. And Chuck's older than me, so eventually we're gonna lose a Chuck Landon. If you haven't read his column, you know, it was a good read today. Absolutely good read. Of course, Chuck, don't tell him I I said this. Don't tell him I said this. Please don't. I don't want his ego to inflate. Don't do that to me. But I always enjoy reading Chuck because, you know, Chuck's got an opinion. Chuck's got a take. But also, it's a column that Chuck wrote today that reminds people that, you know, this young man had to grow up real quick because a lot of people that were – in his life, all of a sudden, no longer were there instantly taken away and so someone who is in the field of journalism, you know he had to he had to cover this and then when I would talk to uh he, he, a long long time ago, Ernie Salvatore, who used to work for the Herald Dispatch, sort of was the columnist you know before Chuck was the columnist and he would, you know, he would talk about that event, and it it impacted him deeply. We're gonna one day lose that firsthand knowledge of this event, you know. Every year, as time passes, we're gonna lose that firsthand knowledge. So I think what Marshall does is is a good thing. They do a nice thing, and they make sure that people know the story, you know, understand what the fountains there for, what it's about. Yeah, you know, they do a nice job of trying to at least, you know make it abundantly clear of what this is and it's going to be you know more difficult i think over the you know over the years to find people who can speak at this and have first hand knowledge or have a first hand account or have that direct connection eventually it's going to be people who have a you know an outside looking in type perspective you know they maybe have a secondary connection a tertiary connection they they don't have a direct connection and i think that's why the ceremony today still has a lot of strength and value because you try to bring people in you try to be you know be aware that you know there are stories out there and you want to hear those before those people are no longer with us to tell that story does that make sense so we'll get your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304 396 When we come back, we're going to talk Marshall cross-country. Caleb Bowen is going to join us from the cross-country squad. He's going to give us the update on what's happening coming up on Saturday. Good news, we've got a participant in the NCAA Division One cross-country championships, and that's Abby Herring. So he'll join us on the other side of the break. On this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Wesley Financial
2: Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. and In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost
3: That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333.
0: Check out Working Man Store in Huntington, the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Med Couture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 145th Avenue. Huntington.
4: Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender. N-C-U-A. BOGO! BOGO WING BLITZ! So what are you doing? I'm practicing my order for the Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe! BOGO WING BLITZ! What's a BOGO WING BLITZ? It's the best play in college football, baby!
0: Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe
3: College Game Day BOGO WING BLITZ! Every college football game day, buy one jumbo traditional wing and get one free! Plus $3 domestic tall drafts! BOGO WING BLITZ! At the Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe on the corner of Fun and 3rd Avenue in downtown Huntington.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: We continue on with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 for this Tuesday, November 14th. Coming up this weekend, really exciting. Marshall has a participant in the NCAA Division I Cross Country Championships doesn't happen very often hopefully in a few years that statement of it doesn't happen very often will be something that I will never say again but to tell us more about what we can expect on Saturday Abby Herring is going to be participating in the NCAA championships and her coach is with us now it's been a few weeks since we've had him on Caleb Bowen is with us and First of all, congratulations! You know that's exciting that Abby is going to be participating. She's the first female martial athlete to do so, and only the third in school history. That's a huge accomplishment for her.
0: Oh
5: yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just it's crazy. It's one of those things where whenever I was a freshman in college, I was able to run a national qualifier. Um, you know, for the mill side. And, you know, one of my coaching goals was to get, you know, an individual and hopefully a team eventually uh, to the national championships. So it's just really cool to see it happening. And it couldn't happen to a better person because Abby worked so hard.
1: How hard is it to get to this point? It If it was easy, everyone would be doing it on a yearly basis, but it's very difficult. But How challenging is it really for an athlete to qualify to get to this point?
5: It's really tough. I mean, so the United States is broken up into nine regions. And in our region, we have about 34 teams. And it's a mid-Atlantic region. And only the top two teams go. And then the next four individuals that aren't on one of those top two teams. So, you know. Out of, let's say, close to 200 runners, you have two teams of, four, of seven, so that's 14 plus an extra four. So, really, not a whole lot of people get to go. Um, and, you know, a ton of great athletes you know, don't get to go to the national championship because it's just so hard to get to.
1: And so, Marshall qualifies an, an athlete, Abby Herring, and so she'll be able to compete for the championship. You know what's her day gonna look like when you know she arrives and is ready to go. You know what's that what's that experience gonna be like for her? You know her timeline.
5: Well, so we're going to drive down to Charlottesville, Virginia, on Thursday. Um, nothing really gets started until about Friday. All the pre-race uh, festivities. Um, so Friday morning, we'll go over to the course. We will um, run the course preview. Uh, there's a Press conference right after the course preview. And, you know, we'll kind of experience all of that. And then, really, everything else is well, we just want to keep it as uh, normal as possible. You know, it's, it's easy to let the nerves get to you, especially at a meet that's big and it's important. So, we just want to make sure it's fun. Uh, you know, Abby never really gets too nervous because she's such a fun loving person and just loves the sport and loves competing. But, you know, it's still, it's going to be kind of scary ranking some of the best girls in the, in the nation and in, even in the world. Um, so trying to keep everything fun. We'll take her to a really nice Italian restaurant in Charlottesville and just try to let her relax. And you have, uh, fun with her best friend, Kylie Madison, who will be attending the meet with us and, uh, just kind of keeping everything normal. Then once we get to the course on Saturday morning, we'll do our normal shakeout. We'll do a warm up that, you know, mimics everything we've done in the past. And hopefully she just has a good day
1: what's her what's her chances look like? you know where would you where would you put her as in relation to the field? You know, you've you've probably seen the field. you know where does she rank in your mind related to the field?
5: It's really tough because you know, where everybody is so good, I mean, I could see her being in the top twenty and I also see her being in the top like one twenty. You know it's just one of those things where it just depends on how the race goes out. you know if it goes out fast, I think she'll do better because uh, she's a competitor, and she'll go out with anybody. Um, but yeah, it's just really tough. Um, one of my personal goals for her, which I won't ever tell her, and I don't know if she'll listen to this or not, but I want her to be in the top 40, because that's the All-American spot. Um, but, you know, once again, it's one of those things where we're just proud of what she's done already, and everything else is just icing on the cake. So if it's top 40, it'll be awesome. Uh, if she's 30, 300th place, it'll be, still be awesome.
1: How does this translate for future success for Marshall University? You know, win, lose, draw, whatever she does, however she performs, you know, how does this help next year and the year after and the year after? Well,
5: it it definitely helps in multiple different ways. You know, in the recruiting side, I mean, it helps tremendously. Like, we've gotten two commits in the past 24 hours. Uh, And I'm not going to say that she was, her making nationals was the whole reason but you know athletes see that and they say hey like this is a West Virginia girl who you know she was a 524 miler in high school has developed under our training program and has now become a national qualifier you know conference uh Sunbelt Conference uh, runner-up you know has had great success and she just did it through hard work and you know believing in not only herself in the training and yeah, you know, I hope that other recruits will see that and buy in as well. And then on the flip side, so I think it shows our whole team like, hey, all these athletes we have on here and our team are were just as good as she was coming in. So if they buy in just like she did, you know, who knows what we can do. You know, I don't think that, you know, winning the conference championship and getting a team to the nationals is that out of the question. Yeah, you know, I mean, not everybody can be an Abby Herring, but like we can be we can all develop in a way that she did. So
1: I think it's going to help in multiple different areas. My guest, the head coach of the cross country squad, and uh, he'll be rooting Abby Herring on Saturday, is Kayla Bowen. So with Marshall, every day something new seems to be happening at you know, at Marshall, you know, as far as, you know, what's the next big thing. And you know, there's a lot of, effort and, and emphasis on making sure that track and field cross country you know, everything that possibly can given be given to you is being given to you um how instrumental is this as far as a component to maybe not only continue that push but at the same time Help grow the sport not only at Marshall but in the state of West Virginia because I know you're trying to attract the best kids you possibly can, but you you kind of like to keep the homegrown talent close to home as well.
5: Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, I'll recruit anybody. I don't care where they're from if they're from Kenya, you know, England, America, wherever it doesn't matter to me. But it does mean more seeing West Virginians do well, and I'll root on everybody from West Virginia. Don't come to Marshall. Like I tell them, I recruit them. You know, if you don't choose Marshall, I'm still going to root for you because I want to see West Virginia succeed. Uh, and you know, it's it's harder for West Virginians. You know, we don't come from an area that has a plethora of distance athletes and distance coaches. You know, we have some great ones, but it's not like Ohio or New Jersey or other you know more populated states that have more developed training programs and better high schools and stuff like that. So to see an athlete like at like abby like brett it just means more and it's it's a testament to the grit that we have here in west virginia um you know i, I just i think it's so cool seeing west virginians do well
1: kayla bones with us cross-country coach marshall university so how far has the program at marshall progressed you know maybe you know big picture how far has it progressed and then you know how rapidly has the program been progressing these last few years
5: so, you know, whenever I came on uh, on staff, it was back in 2015. And, you know, our women's team and our men's team, we were pretty average. Uh, on the conference level, probably below average, hate to say it. Um, I wouldn't even recruit myself out of high school, I don't think. But Coach Ball saw something in me. But, uh, you know, it's, it's risen so much. I mean, we went from trying to not get last in Conference USA, you know, battling out with Louisiana Tech. So now we're we're shooting for conference championship. you know i was very agitated that we didn't get you know first or second uh at the conference championship on the women's side this year just because i know we can um you know we had a few things that didn't happen the right way but i'm glad that we're finally there for competing for championships uh and you know the men's side they're super young you know i, I think they're going to develop it and get better and better each year as well um and having men's track definitely going to help with that too um but yeah, it's come such a long way. I mean, last year on the men and women's side, we both got fourth. This year, the men get six because we had some bad things happen. A few guys had to drop out due to the heat exhaustion and stuff like that. But the women got third, and you know, they were knocking on the door of getting second. So I think the expectations there that we need to keep it up. We need to out recruit everybody else. We need to keep bringing in some really good athletes, but also develop the athletes that we have It's becoming the next Abby Herring or the next Ronnie Saunders or Brett Armbruster. So, yeah, I definitely see our program on the rise. And I think with Coach Roberts, you know, he's going to push us all to do it because that guy doesn't lose. He's he's a winner, and he's going to stay up late every single night trying to make it happen.
1: What are the conversations like with the other coaches on staff at Marshall, as far as uh, opportunities? You know, do you have a shopping list of of, of football players, soccer players, uh, basketball players? You know, do you have a shopping list? You know, tennis players? Anybody that you're looking at, you're like, man, if I could only get them to come run for me.
5: To be honest, we don't. You know, like I've told you before, track is and cross country are totally different sports than the other sports. You know, just because somebody's athletic on the football field or the soccer field or anywhere else doesn't mean that they can be good runners. And that's not a knock against them, but it's just our sport's different. You know, putting 100 miles a week is different than running a lot on the soccer field or on the football field. So we're trying to develop runners and get the best cross-country athletes we can. So, no, we don't really collaborate with any other sports just because they, they, they got to focus on their own stuff.
1: But is there that ever that rare athlete that maybe wants to try to do both, uh, you know? And what are those? You know, do you have those conversations? Do those come up, or is it so rare that maybe you know I'm overthinking this, thinking, okay, hey, there's an opportunity here, and there really maybe isn't.
5: I mean, we have a, a several football athletes who come and like ask if they can join the track team, but we just tell them like, hey, you got to talk to Coach Huff. You got to talk to your your you know, event coach and see if it's okay i mean we'll take anybody um but it just it doesn't mean it just because they're fast on the football field doesn't mean they're gonna be fast on the track i mean we loved having Jaden and rasheen and several other guys last year um but we want to get guys who are just solely focused on track and uh so yeah we, we really don't have too many of the conversations but you know there are some with the football guys
1: okay that was just curiosity on my part to see where that was at because i know yeah, there's always an opportunity for, you know, someone if they can translate what they do in a different sport maybe to what you're doing and of course, you know, everything seems to be growing quickly with with track and cross country. You had your own event earlier this year and that was amazing for you and and hopefully you'll be able to do that again and you know, are things like that that are down, you know, down the line in the works is that helping you get to that goal of where you're trying to be?
5: Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, Christian uh, Spears definitely, you know, put a goal to us to, hey, we want to have a a cross-country meet. We want to, you know, host different track meets. We want to be able to bring the sport, kind of elevate it to not only the athletic department, but to our area. And I think that was the cross-country meet we hosted was one step in that direction. Um, Now our next step is probably hosting a high school meet and just kind of growing our brand from there. Uh, It's going to be a lot of hard work. Because uh, I found out that hosting a meet is exhausting, and I spent like 48 hours on the course the two days before, uh, leading. Like actually, I wasn't even done setting up the course until about an hour before the race started. So a lot of hard work, but is worth it because I think our kids got a lot of out of it, and it was just a lot of fun.
1: You knew that, right? You knew how it was. It was <laughs> you, you knew you weren't going to sleep for two days. You knew that, right? Oh, I do that.
5: <laughs> so you know it, but you still don't want to know it until it actually happens.
1: But at the same time, you, know, you do it over again, and you do it gladly. You know more than once, just because that's something that hasn't been in Marshall's repertoire for a long time. Actually, an event you can put your hands on and say, "This is ours." You know, we want to you know invite everyone we possibly can to come to our event instead of always going to other events.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And it actually helps the athletes a lot, too, on our team, because we get exhausted from traveling every other week. I mean, some sports, like baseball, I don't understand how they can do it because they're on the road so often. Uh, You know, our athletes are exhausted by the end of the season, so having a whole meet where they don't have to travel, it's huge. I mean, it means so much to them, and they take ownership of that meet as well. So, yeah, I think it's great. I would definitely put as many hours as I need to make it even better. Um, hopefully, I can get some more and more help too, because now we know what we're doing, and finally start delegating some stuff to not only other staff members but other you know, parts of the team as well.
1: My guest, cross country coach Caleb Bowen, coming up on Saturday, we're all uh, going to be following along the best way we can. Uh, it's going to be Abby Herring; she'll be competing you know, for the uh, Division One cross country championships. For people who want to follow this or maybe excited for this. Yeah, how do they usually follow an event like this as far as online? Or is there going to be you know somewhere that they can go to maybe keep track of all of this?
5: Yeah, so there's a couple of different ways. Um, the meet itself is going to be on ESPNU on Saturday, so if you have ESPNU. You can just hop on, you know, watch it. Um, they have live results, which are uh, Herd Zone Track and Field uh, Twitter account, Facebook account. All the social medias will be posting the live results, the uh, links to ESPNU. Um, between those two, that's probably your best bet, unless you want to go and watch it yourself, like in person. Um, tickets are sold out. So unless you can find somebody with a ticket, that might be a little bit harder. But definitely check out our you know our social media pages, you know, Marshall Athletics, Track and Field, Cross Country. You know, we'll be having some of our, uh, our staff members uh, you know, live tweet as well, and you do a lot of social media stuff. But the live the live stream and the live results are probably your best bet.
1: Is, um, is there a big contingent of folks uh, coming to support Abby? I know you'll be there, you know, how many people are going to be there you know, cheering her on?
5: I don't know the exact amount, but I've heard a lot of people. I mean, a lot, most of the team is going up. Um, you know, her whole family, obviously, and friends uh, will have – it's the like seven staff members down there. Um, and yeah, just uh, I know a lot of people in the community. Um, you know, chiropractor friend Eric Cooper, he used to coach at Cal Midland. Uh, he's calling up, you know, a couple other coaching friends. So there should be quite a few Kelly Green people out there.
1: Okay. Hopefully, uh, Abby can win us a national championship. That's that's her goal. Yeah. It- <laughs> Yeah, we're always yeah. Yeah, that's her goal. We're just shooting for the national championship, but no, it's exciting. Any any place uh, that she finishes, you know, that's going to be tremendous because you know, she's breaking some new ground for Marshall University. And uh, congratulations to you. I know this has got to be exciting, uh, and this is probably the first of many, hopefully, in your career and for Marshall.
5: Thank you. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, people always think that things are impossible until somebody else does it. So I'm really hoping that. You know, some of our other athletes will see what Abby's done. And be like, hey, like she's just like us. You know, we can work hard and put in the work and you know, race like she does, and ultimately, hopefully, get there someday. So, I'm hoping that she inspires a lot of you know, not only our athletes, but younger high school athletes as well in West Virginia. You know, people who may have known her in high school, they may see her as just a friend, but then all of a sudden, they see her as a elite cross country athlete, track and field athlete. So I'm hoping that it starts a little running boom type type
1: feel. You've had a good you've had a good go of it as of late. Yeah. You know, if you if you look back, you've had a good go of it as of late with you know, not only with with Abby, but we gotta go back a little bit with Macy Majoy. You've had a good go of it over there.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean our team has had a lot of great individual athletes and you know, I think this year you know, not that cross country is not important, but like looking past it, the indoor and outdoor. I mean, we're gonna have a great team because we have Micah Lane, who's uh, you know, one to 400 meter hurdles in the conference championship last year. We got Tyra Thomas, who's you know one of the best hurdlers in the country in the 100 hurdles. Uh, we got uh, Diana Goodman in the pole vault, who was you know right under Macy McJoy. Uh, you know, she's definitely shooting for Macy's record. Um, and we got Kylie Maston, who's our school record holder in the 1500 and mile, and you know she's more of a mid-distance athlete. So we got a lot of components on the female side, and even on the men's side. Like, I feel really bad that Evan kind of he gets overshadowed by Abby, but he had one of the best uh, regional performances in Marshall men's cross country uh, history. You know, being 46, you know that's the best that we've had since 2016. And before that, it was the 10th place finished by Shiffy, my freshman year. So Evan's kind of in that same boat where he's trying to contend for championships as well. He was second team all-conference, you know, definitely trying to improve on that in track season, hopefully get on the podium. So it's, it's exciting. You know, we've got the ball rolling. Uh, people are getting excited about our program, and we're just pumped to see how it all plays
1: out. Coming up on Saturday, NCAA Division One cross-country championships. Abby Herring representing Marshall and the Thundering Herd. Hopefully, we'll be bringing home a championship. If not, still, we're, uh, we're excited for her. And Kayla Bones with us, her coach, cross-country at Marshall. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate you doing it. I know um, I know you've been busting your tail to get these things going, and uh, it's showing off a lot and hopefully, this isn't just the first of many times we're talking about more participants at these events.
5: Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully, we have this thing you know every uh, season, you know, indoor, outdoor, cross country.
1: Yeah, just make it a common occurrence to the point where you know we don't even talk about it because it just happens so much, right? That's what you want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Caleb, thanks for doing this. I'll talk to you again soon. All right, thank you. Appreciate you. All right, Caleb Bowen, cross country. Marshall, Saturday, Division One Championship. Abby Herring going to be representing the Thundering Herd. When we continue, we'll get into basketball. We've got comments from Dan D'Antoni as the Thundering Herd still getting ready for the Cayman Islands after a loss to Radford. We'll talk about that when we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
3: That's 800-462-3333 800-462-3333 Giovanni's has great Italian dishes Spaghetti with meat sauce Lasagna, ravioli, manicotti And baked lasagna Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around From the Stromboli Italian Sub Calzones and their signature Big Red All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread Or Italian rolls Giovanni's Pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's, the Italian place to be. The security of your accounts is very important to Desco Federal Credit Union. So to ease your mind, Desco has increased the insurance coverage. Your funds are now insured for at least $1 million with NCUA and excess share insurance combined. You can rest assured your accounts are safe at Desco. Go to DescoFCU.org for details and locations. With higher savings rates and lower fees on loans, enjoy the best of services at Desco Federal Credit Union. Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home.
1: It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus
2: all those memories that are on
1: the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything
3: we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the West Virginia Secondary School Activities Commission and the West Virginia Athletic Directors Association.
4: Last night we put on an epic light show. Yeah, we did. The crowd loved us. We love the crowd. Wait, but there were only 4 people out there. Yeah, but did you see their 4 faces all 8 of their eyes lit up brighter than ours? <sighs> and we're fireflies. Yeah, we are.
5: Hey, that one girl, she looked like she'd never seen glow in the dark like this before, and we invented glow in the dark.
4: Yeah, we invented it. And
5: we're going to be out here every night rocking out our light show at a forest near you. Woo-hoo! So come check us out. Check us out. And bring your kids. All ages show. Oh, but uh don't bring any of those glass jars because they make us kind of nervous. Yeah,
4: and I'm super claustrophobic. Whether you're rocking their world or they're rocking yours, some memories never fade. Come alive with the forest. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a forest near you and discover other cool things to do when you go, like fishing, biking, or even camping. Visit discovertheforest.org. See you later. Yeah, see you soon. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We're going to hop into that in just a few minutes, but first up, let's talk a little basketball. Marshall getting set for its trip. To the Cayman Islands, but before that, we got to talk about that Radford loss the other day. Heard playing in a ballroom. They put a basketball court in a ballroom, and then invited people and, and sold admission. I've seen basketball be played on a lot of different venues and surfaces, a lot of different places, but you know, ballroom, it. Doesn't seem so far-fetched, but there it was at America's Resort, the Greenbrier. And Dan D'Antoni speaking with the media, talking about the loss to Radford. You know how Dan is. It's the finished product for him. What this team looks like at tournament time is that's the Marshall Thundering Herd he's shooting for. Not, let's go win them all. Let's go win them all and then hope for the best in the tournament. It's, okay, let's be playing our best basketball by the time we get to the tournament, now, he does want to win them all. He does want to. But at the same time, he knows that where you start and where you finish are two different things. And that was his mindset as he was talking about this team and that loss to Radford.
6: Now You know, I told you before the season started, it's a growing team, not a finished team. Uh, we we grew a little bit, I hope. Uh I think the biggest things we came for the event and they came to win. And uh, that's a mindset and coaches maybe got to do a little bit better job of getting them in the right mindset. But at the same time, you know, I'm a great believer and I was raised that, uh, uh, you know what? This is your game. You take control of it. And growing up, my dad never let me have somebody determine what I was going to do how he's always put it on me. You you be the person that determines what's going on. So I kind of treat the team that way. I think we grew. We showed it on film. They know that they didn't come out out with the same uh, intensity that the other team did. They out-rebounded us. They got the loose balls. And usually when you take a little bit off of the accelerator, uh, you don't shoot well, which is exactly what happened. Second half, uh, you know, Cam's uh, stepped up. Started hitting these threes. But like I said, we're still a growing team. Uh, Nate Martin played a hell of a game.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, especially with Nate Martin. Definitely the best pickup for the Thundering Herd so far. Definitely an asset for Marshall moving forward. Cam Kerfman spoke to the media and he talked a little bit about trying to recoup after that loss. Again, I mean, the Herd lost to Radford. I've only seen that once in my lifetime. Now I've seen it twice, and Kerfman talked a little bit about that. Yeah, I think um, it's a tough loss, but if you look at what positives we can take away, um, you know, we came back and fought hard. Um, I don't think anyone at halftime sat there and hung their head in the locker room, um, and that's important for a long season. And a team that's going to face – I mean, it's going to be three good games. So we're going to play three good teams. Everyone in that tournament's good. So um, – you know, I just think the fact that we know we're going to keep battling no matter what gives us confidence. I mean, we can't shoot much worse than we did. I mean, just flat out. Um, we shot better in the second half, so it's just something we got to carry with us. That's Cam Kerfman talking about getting this team ready for the Cayman Islands and, and trying to get over the loss against Radford. Now, something that Dan was really happy with, he talked about how the Marshall defense – has improved
6: defensively outside of maybe threes maybe two ticks up i think they shot 35 points something if it was 33 points something that'd be great uh overall uh field goal percentage 37 that's great you know we haven't seen that since i've been here uh our last two games have been in the 30s and uh we're playing good defense and uh We'll just keep getting better. We showed the film. we got to get more out of Jacob Connor. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Uh, I'm making him come to the ball more so that he'll be more aggressive, uh, running the sidelines and standing over there. That's not going to get it. We can't win the championship that way. He's got to be aggressive to the ball and let him get uh, Kevon and Cam and Cam open so that we can get more of an uh, easier point production out of them. And He's got to help create that offense said it he's capable i know he's six ten, and people think i'm going out of my mind but he knows how to run a ball club we've got to be there for him to give him that confidence it may take two or three games four games down the road but he's got to handle the ball more in our offense and get us in the sets and the things that we do.
1: that's dan dan tony when we continue We'll take a look at the text line. Quick hit there. Also, we'll hear a little bit more from Coach Chompa as the Thundering Herd getting set. For the road, once again, this time, South Alabama. We'll do that when we continue on today's
3: edition of The Drive. Menards 11% sale ends Thanksgiving Day. Max has more than 1,000 shower doors, bathtubs, and showers to add style and luxury to your home. Saving money on beautiful Max bathroom solutions that will transform the look of any home. It's your last chance to get 11% off your bathroom update at Menards. Stores closed Thanksgiving, but 11% off remains in effect on Menards.com. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. on a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home.
4: Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up to date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304 525 9118.
3: You've cut back on everything, and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, John Garten, 304-525-1116. In Barbersville, Marcia Slater, 304-736-6100. And in Cerrito, Aaron Phillips, 304-453-460. Imagine this. It's a chilly winter morning. It snowed a little overnight. You think to yourself, is my car ready for this? There are multiple steps you could take to see if your car is ready for winter. Or one simple one. Have the pros at TikTok Tire make sure your car is ready for winter. They'll check your battery, tires, fluids, wipers, and hoses. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Give the pros at TikTok Tire a call and they'll be happy to answer any questions. Winterize your car at TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Call today for your appointment at 304-525
0: so you see son
3: good manners are very very important someday many years from now when you're a grown-up you'll be a man and when you are you should be a gentleman do you want me to go through it one more time yes yes please
4: Yes, please.
3: Exactly. Always say, please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouth full, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it?
7: Got it.
3: And stop picking your nose.
2: Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Today's our final segment, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Today's final segment here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Texter writes in and says, Today's keynote speaker was very good. He spoke very little about the crash and mostly about what was going on. Or ten of the football players in the civil unrest that was going on at the time and how the plane crash prevented a possible race riot on campus and brought the students together as one. Uh, today's keynote speaker at the Fountain Ceremony was Craig T. Greenlee. He, he stepped away from the football team. He stepped away from the football team and... He's never attended a fountain ceremony until today. And so he was the keynote speaker today, and he has written a book. It is called November Ever After. It is uh, his memoir. Uh, what he, It is described as uh, a memoir of tragedy and triumph in the wake of the 1970 Marshall football plane crash. So he was on stage today to speak to the people that were in attendance at the fountain ceremony and um he definitely has a different story than what you usually hear about the plane crash so if you're interested in more about what uh, his story is about again the the book is november ever after we'll get more of your text in throughout the week including tomorrow 304-396-talk 304-396-8255 again a couple of coach huff sound bites i want to try to get to before we're done Let's go with Coach talking about Cole Pennington. He's the popular topic right now. Cole Pennington, of course, getting his first collegiate start, winning the game, the 75 game, and beating Georgia
7: Southern. And Coach evaluated how he performed. I thought Cole did some really good things. Um, you know, when you go back and look at the film, um, there's a couple opportunities where um, O-line-wise, we've got to block a little bit better. There's a couple opportunities where um, a combination of a little bit better blocking and then him stepping up, just realizing what's going to happen, we probably get a little different result. Um, And then there's two plays in there where, you know, I mean, he's diving for a fumble and probably changes the course of the game, you know. So I thought he did some good things. I thought he improved from the first. Uh, you know, game that he went out there against coastal. Um, I thought he had a little more confidence as the game went on, not just, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to throw this ball here or wherever, but just coming off the sideline, having a little bit, you know, stronger demeanor, having a little bit more um, communication between him and Clint. Um, Again, I thought he managed situations as best as possible. Um, The one that probably no one really thinks about is um, he got sacked on a play. Um, a week before he kind of put the ball in jeopardy and we ended up fumbling on the goal line. This time he put the ball away. You know, those are the progresses that when I say I see these guys making progress, those are the things um, that, that, that I'm talking about now. We don't want him sacked. <laughs> I mean, obviously, so we still got to move, improve on that, but those are the situations where young players um, have an opportunity to take a stride. And I think he's done that. And that's going to do it for this edition.
1: Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Hopefully. Hopefully get some of that raspiness out of my voice here. Welcome to fall weather, right? Welcome to fall. This is football weather. I told you it's football weather. And this is what football weather sounds like sometimes. So uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everyone being here with me. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit more about the opponent. Georgia Southern was fun. We got to talk to their color analyst last week. I'm looking forward to this week because I get to catch up with JT Crabtree. He is the play-by-play voice of South Alabama. I will say this: every week we get a new, we get a new guest from the other broadcasting crews in the Sun Belt. This is so much more fun than it was in the in the in the league in Conference USA. Trust me, it's been fun. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.
5: West Virginia Metro News. I'm Jarrett Lewis. A fun-